0: Welcome to Happy Talks with Dr. Alice and Donovan. Dr. Alice Fong is a holistic naturopathic doctor and founder of Amour de Wellness. And Donovan Jensen is a software engineer and founder of HowToHappy.com. Together, they're out to cause more happiness in the world.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Happy Talks. Today, Donovan and I are going to talk about how to be happy with yourself and what that looks like, especially if you're single or even in a relationship. So Donovan, just starting us off, what are your thoughts about how people can be happy with themselves?
0: Yeah, so I think this is a pretty deep and wide topic, um, but it, maybe we'll, we'll frame it a little bit through the lens of relationships. But I think being happy with yourself is basically like finding out how to construct a life for yourself in which you are happy whether or not there uh, is like a significant other in the picture. And I think for a lot of people that gets really tricky because they see their life or their ideal life includes a partner. So for, for a lot of people it's like tricky to, to figure out like, how am I supposed to have this happy life if I don't have a partner? Like that's one of the things that I want, but I think it's critically important to be able to find a happy life or build a happy life without someone else, because what happens is you end up with this over-reliance on some Mm -hmm. other person and you can fall into this trap where you think like, oh, once I get someone, once I find this relationship, boom, it's all going to fall into place and everything is going to be nice. Um, But more realistically, what happens is like, you just have this other person and whatever parts of your life weren't working before are continuing to not work. And then Uh, maybe this, like, maybe that relationship works well. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you bring stuff over. Maybe they help you carry it or whatever. But it's just way easier to sustain a relationship if you figured out how to be happy with yourself first and how how to build a life that's good for you first. And I know personally, like, I can really speak to this because there was a time in the past where that's exactly the mindset I was in. I was like, okay, as soon as I find this girlfriend, wherever she is, whatever she looks like, she's out there. Once I get her, then like, boom, it's all going to be set. And like, I did some amount of dating, uh, like some not that serious and some somewhat serious. Mm-hmm. And what happened at least in one of these relationships, I was so over-invested in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was so unhappy with everything else. Like I I just pinned everything on like, mm-hmm. I'm not happy with myself, but this is going to get me through it. Like this person will be the person that helps me get through it. And what happened is it just ended up with this relationship where I was like super needy and clingy and like didn't have any life of my own. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, as on the other side of that, like, not especially attractive partner. So, like, mm-hmm. it kind of fizzled out because it was like I didn't have anything for me. I didn't have any, uh, you know, like I had interest in hobbies, but I didn't really like invest in them too heavily. I always put the relationship above that, like, no matter what, to an extreme that didn't make sense. Like, Yeah, of course, if you have a relationship, like sometimes you're going to want to make trade-offs for that. But it was like to the extreme where it was like, oh, you want this one tiny little thing? Like I'm going to give up this thing that's big to me and just like go to this thing that you want. And Mm -hmm. I guess all of what I'm saying is to say once I was able to build a life for myself Mm -hmm. and then bring someone else into it, that was a much better relationship. So it's like very important, I think, that you find something sustainable for yourself before you combine forces with someone else otherwise you just have so many risks of it falling apart that's a lot of jibber-jabbering i need you to say something okay
1: <laughs> no I, I 100% agree with what you're saying the gist of it was just like you really need to be happy with yourself before it's not that you can't have a relationship if you're not happy with yourself but just like the the risk of it falling apart if you're not happy with yourself before you enter it or if you're already in it then it's just it makes it infinitely harder and more challenging and I had a similar experience where after my I re, I realized I didn't even notice it was such a gradual thing when I was in my last long-term relationship of four years you know I I didn't even realize it until after we had broken up that I kind of had lost myself it just like I kind of I wouldn't say I was needy or clingy, but I just kind of like defaulted to just Netflix and chill at home with him. <laughs> just like, it was just easy and convenient. And it's like, you know, the city is like an hour away. I don't want to really drive and just like deal with that. And I, I didn't really like do the activities that really brought like a lot of joy, whether it was dancing or just you know, going out with some girlfriends for some wine because I also had moved to this more rural area in Southern Maryland. So it's just like, I had some friends, but no one like super close. So it just felt like he was my main source of socialization. And it was just like, it's just, it's like, there's not a lot to do in this town. And it's like to get to the city is an hour. So it just, it was easier. And I'm, I'm definitely not blaming him at all it's just like it was on me i could have been more proactive about like pursuing my hobbies and my interests um to build the happiness within myself but whenever we did break up it just kind of i felt like oh who am i and i realized you know i'm a pretty social being it's not that i yeah i'm I'm probably more on the extroverted side but i i really like i realized i didn't have like my girlfriends that i was like connecting with. And I had to kind of discover what it was to be happy with myself. And that was just kind of a journey in itself. And I started doing a lot of personal development courses. And eventually, I ended up doing this course with um, where we were broken up into groups. And my group just happened to be all amazing women. (laughs) So it was just like, it was exactly what I needed at that time, because it was actually on the verge, I like I started that. Like, I remember that first day, of course, it was like a four-month course um, self-expression and leadership program with Landmark. And um, like that first day, I was still in like this weird state with um, my my partner where we were kind of like, we decided, you know, we were on different paths. We didn't want the same things, but we were still not like quite broken up officially. Well, we actually broke up in November, but then we kind of got back together <laughs> in December because it was like, there was still like a lot of love there, but it was just like, clearly we were on different paths. So it was just like in this weird... Iffy state that wasn't quite like clear, and I was just like struggling with that. It's like I love this person, but you know, clearly, um, you know, this is not going to work out in the long term for what we want out of life. And so I was in that struggle. So it was like January of 2018, where I started this like um, leadership course and was in this group of girls. <laughs> I, remember I was like having that internal conflict um, with myself and the I was just pretty quiet like the first day of of the class there's like three long Saturdays like from I think 10 a.m to 10 p.m essentially with lots of breaks and then you go to dinner with your group and so I was quiet the whole day because I was like dealing with all this mental baggage (laughs) of my relationship and I remember just like everyone was going around sharing more about themselves and when they I was like just pretty quiet and just like nothing and then like when it got to me, I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna just share with them what it is that I'm dealing with. And I like started crying in front of like these group of women that I just met, like literally that day. And it was such a beautiful thing, because we actually um, connected over it, you know, a couple of them had been through divorces. And it just like brought us together in a very beautiful way. And I just kind of developed this, this like missing that was in my my life. And that like, I was like, wow, I just realized I need, you know, part of what kind of gives me life and excitement is just like being able to connect with others, whether it's girlfriends or guy friends or boyfriends or whatever, just like having like that socialization brings me a lot of happiness and joy. And, you know, we just became such close um, girlfriends and we would end up going out to dinner or an event or karaoke, um, every once in a while and it's, it was beautiful because I feel like I'm getting a little off tangent but just to wrap up the story is that like I just met them like in late January and like a couple weeks later it was my birthday and I realized at that point I just didn't have a lot of close friends and I had been in Maryland for a few years at that point and so I just decided to invite these group of women that I just met like a couple weeks ago to birthday dinner not expecting anyone to like join or maybe a couple and like literally every single one of them (laughs) like came to my birthday dinner. And it was just such a, a magical experience in that way. And the other thing that like I pursued that really was something that was, that I love is travel. So I started traveling a lot more. I had been on the East coast for years thinking I'm like, Oh, I want to be on the East coast because then I could go to Europe way easier. I can go to the Caribbean way easier. And three years, And I never did it. And I was just like, what's holding me back? And so I was like, oh, now it's the chance. I can go to Europe. I went to the Caribbean. I ended up going to a bunch of other countries. I went to Mexico. I went to like a road trip up to, up the East Coast. (laughs) I just did all these traveling things. And it just really, I found this source of, of happiness of all these things that I love that fulfill me. And then I was also like interviewing a bunch of other doctors. And I was just doing all these things that kind of like bring me life and joy. And I actually got to a point where I felt really happy with myself and I was dating, but I wasn't really like, you know, I really need this relationship to be happy because I already established that I was happy. Just like, I actually started loving being single. It was great. It was just like, Oh, I could do anything that I want. I could just like go across the country whenever I feel like it. It was, it was fantastic. And so I was, I was in a really good place and then eventually I ended up meeting my current partner and I felt like I was in a good place with myself. So when he came into my life, it just only like added more happiness and excitement and love into my life. But I was already clear that I was very happy with my life even before that. So that's that's a very long-winded story. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I think it touches on a lot of important things, and and probably um, I'm gonna like corral us towards the the ideas of like what you can actually do to be. Uh, happier with yourself in your life and you know going through that story and picking out some of the pieces it's like you went through you got the space to kind of reevaluate your life and look at the things that brought you happiness and brought you connection and it wasn't just one specific realm and I think that's what can get lost sometimes is is we're either blocked on one thing or we're over indexing on one thing in terms of oh man like life is just like walked by this one thing but really there's all these different paths and you know it's it's probably a different uh balances for different people but like you need a a, a certain variety of experiences and a certain variety of parts of your life going well to have like a mm-hmm. holistic good life and like you're saying so you weren't traveling which is one of the things that was important to you yeah. you felt like you had anyone that you were super close to which was important to you and like mm-hmm as those pieces start falling apart or like not falling apart, but just like, you know, they fall to the wayside or whatever else. And they're just in a state of disrepair when enough of them are like switched off or whatever else, then you can find yourself in this position where you're just generally unhappy. And it's like, again, as we were talking about like relationships and stuff, it just doesn't, it's not like a super fulfilling relationship when two people are together out of like you were saying convenience like when you're just there because you're there and neither person is really tapped into the things that they care about and want to explore and what makes them feel alive like i i don't know about you but for me in my relationships like i, I try to look for that that overlap where it's like hey I have this going on, you have this going on. And then there's some pieces that like fit together in some way that like we can share, but then we're both still doing like these other things that Mm -hmm. we're interested in and the balance looks nice. And like, it's great. This is all like how things unfold in an ideal world. It doesn't always (laughs) happen like that. Right. Right. But I do think, you know, like this is a pretty broad topic, but I do think that's one of the important things is like, if you're trying to figure out how to be happy with yourself, Mm -hmm. take out, the 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 relationship part mm-hmm. and just think about like okay what pieces of my life are like what realms or how do I have to structure things so mm-hmm. that I'm happy and if you want a relationship which I, I think probably most people do then then see how that fits in with everything else as opposed to constructing your whole world around the relationship mm-hmm. just because like I said in the past I've had not great experiences doing that and um so it's just so much better and, and you feel more resilient when you have all those pieces together like it's so much easier to just say like okay like maybe maybe friends is the thing that's not working right now maybe i don't feel like i have that many close relationships but like if my diet and my my other forms of connecting with the world and like Mm -hmm. and, and my other relationships are like all in a good place then it's so much easier to just get that one piece and work on that and i think like relationships tend to be something we center on but it works that way for the whole imaginary pie chart that I've been drawing now Mm -hmm. but like you you know the more of those pieces that are filled in the easier it is if any one piece is not working to just go Mm -hmm. and like hone in on that um and relationships are tricky by their very nature so it's one of the ones that has benefited the most by having the rest of the pieces filled out
1: Mm -hmm. yeah no, I, 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 I like that pie chart image because it's like if your happiness is filled by completely a relationship, if all your expectations of happiness come from a relationship, that's just like meant for disasters. Like if you can't be happy on your own, like you should be sufficient. If like the relationship doesn't pan out or it doesn't work out, yes, it's okay to be sad about it. It's like, you know, losing someone that was important to you. But it's like if you think life can't go on or my life is ruined, then clearly maybe there wasn't those other pieces in your life to be like, yeah, this really sucks if the relationship ends. But you know, I've got so many other great things in my life. I have family or friends that love me, support me. I have a good exercise routine. I have like I have a lot of interests and hobbies now that I can free up. <laughs> We're for essentially. And so it's just like there's there's always an opportunity to really look at what what really makes me happy. If the relationship wasn't in the picture, like, and I have, if I looked at my life without that relationship, am I truly happy? Like, not saying you need to break up with that relationship to find out, but just like, can you sufficiently say that I'm happy with myself if I was with or without that person? And that's really the, the test, I think most people need to kind of establish.
0: Yeah, I think that it makes um a lot of sense to to think about it that way just because our relationships no matter what they are are transient in some ways to say that you never really know exactly what the outcomes are going to be and like you can definitely invest super heavily in in a relationship but it can disappear at any time for any reason because we can't i mean we can't predict or control how other people are going to act so like even with even with family or something else like your sibling could just randomly be like, I'm mad at you for whatever this thing is. I'm not talking to you anymore. And like, <laughs> mm-hmm. obviously that's not like a great position to be in. And, and mm-hmm. there is something to be said for like working through the relationship and whatnot. But um, the point I'm, I'm trying to get at is that if you over index too far on any individual relationship, you run the risk of just being hurt for so long. And like, that is part of life. And like, I'm not saying you shouldn't invest in relationships, because of that potential but it's just that there are so many so many realms so many people so many things that you can potentially do and I think another uh, piece of this puzzle is a lot of times if or at least the people that I've interacted with if they're not happy with themselves haven't found other activities that they can do to kind of connect and feel alive and energized So uh, I don't know how much this applies to anyone that happens to be listening, but that might be one area to look at is like, I know when I was not happy with myself, um, whether or not I was in a relationship, I was spending a lot of time on things that were not fulfilling. Like I was playing a ton of video games Mm -hmm. and I was doing a lot of other stuff that was just kind of a waste of time. And I think there's a place for those types of things. Yeah. But I think it's really hard to be happy with yourself if you haven't developed any sort of like passion or project or mm-hmm. even even just an exploratory project, right? It doesn't have to be like, oh, for my whole life, I'm going to work on like tennis. Like it doesn't have to be that um, right. Right. cut right. and dry, but, mm-hmm. but even just cultivating like curiosity and being like, oh, I'm going to explore this thing and try this thing and do this mm-hmm. until you find something like that. Or maybe you never do and you just keep exploring things, which is a totally viable path. Yeah. But I think that, um, kind of getting into these ruts or at least for me in the past, like getting into these ruts has destroyed my chances at happiness in that time period because I'm investing so much time in something that's not fulfilling.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: all that is to say, I think, uh, for some people, it might be a good idea to think about what your passions are or what your exploration pieces are or your hobbies or how you're investing time because it it's hard to be happy with yourself without having some sort of purpose. And that can be multifaceted. It can be broken into a bunch of different projects and goals and tasks and realms and things. But without that sense of purpose, I think it's really hard to be happy with yourself at a deep and like powerful
1: level. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's just really important to look at what outside is not just like things to do like yeah i could binge a lot of tv or play video games but actually what brings where really like tap into what brings you joy and happiness and fulfillment um i think that's a, a different piece to explore and i think um for me coming out of that breakup which i literally i felt like i was able to get over in like two months which i don't you know people might judge me for that because it was a four-year relationship but that for me is actually very a short amount of time compared to like I remember breaking up my with my college boyfriend and i was like a mess for for months <laughs> like for a long time because i wasn't pursuing the things that would bring me joy and what i was doing even though it was kind of not for the purpose of getting over my relationship but what i was doing was just like doing like this nonprofit project of interviewing doctors for my sense of fulfillment it kind of allowed me to get out of my own head and like stop focusing so much on myself and my misery, really, um, really focus on, like, being a contribution to others and, um, you know, being curious and engaged and interacting with strangers and learning people's stories. It was actually really exciting and fulfilling. And so it's just a, a, commu- a com- combination of, of several different things that kind of helped me get out of it relatively quickly. And, you know, I think the other thing that I wanted to address was that you know I thought of the scenario where you know maybe like someone like loses their spouse because of of death or something to that extent. Not to be morbid, but like I think some people have this idea like oh well I have to mourn indefinitely um, because you know if I am happy then it minimizes the relationship that I had, which I. I kind of, like, don't agree. It's like, yes, of course, grieve when you need to grieve. There's no right or wrong amount of time to grieve. It's like you do it in your own time. But if you're just, like, checked out of life, you're like, I cannot pursue any passions because it's just, like, would dishonor him or her. And that's just, like, I don't know. It's like, that was that what, what your partner would want for you, <laughs> just to be checked out of life indefinitely? Or would he or she want you to, like, actually get on and and find like joy in life again so it's just like a matter of reframing it I guess in that way of just like yes there's always after a breakup or a death or whatever there's totally room to grieve and do it in your own time but if you feel like you're stuck in that for years and years and years and you're, you're not getting out of it and you're not doing any new actions like that would be fulfilling for you then that's just something to kind of like look at for yourself.
0: Yeah. And I, this is probably not like a good test to do on yourself all the time, but I know like in my life, it's a good test for me, like being in a relationship and getting out of it,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: how deep down the spiral I go compared to how balanced my life is. Right? Like, so when my life has been balanced and a relationship doesn't work out, then it still hurts, still sucks, still takes time. There's still like this process. Mm -hmm. but kind of like you were saying, like when I was at a bad point and I had just completely put all my hopes Mm -hmm. on this one relationship working out, when it didn't work out, I just like spiraled down for probably a year and Mm -hmm. was just miserable and like, Oh, there's no point to anything. And I can't do anything. And like, my life was so out of balance.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Is that like, if you can see, you can see when, when other people are in relationships that end, you can see the difference between someone who just like spirals straight down and stays there for a very, very long time. And generally, like, at least in my experience, I have seen that most of the people who are able to bounce back quickly, it's because they have other things going on. They have other things that they can tap into. They have other parts of their life that they're connected with, that they, that they know the pathways for, Mm -hmm. that they can start investing more time in those areas. And again, it's not to minimize like that there's, the, the pain, right? Like there's still pain, there's still a process, there's still yeah. hurt, right. but um, the the ability to bounce back. And I think that's kind of what you were talking about where it's like this two month period. Like, I don't think there's any set period. It's just when you feel okay and stable enough and ready to go back to it. And like, if yeah. the period is short, I mean, there are, there are some circumstances where like some weird stuff is going on. But in general, if the period is short, like to me, that signals like more balance. Mm -hmm. um you know and there can be situations where like the relationship has gotten to like a horrible place and breaking it off is just like wow great refreshing like I'm ready to go back into it with something new but like in general I just think that it's it says like I'm in a better place I have these other things to explore just just exactly like what you said with with your story like Mm -hmm. I have these other places to put my energy Mm -hmm. I have other ways to like take my time other paths that make me happy Mm -hmm. and I guess it's, it's just important, like, if someone is considering how they can be happy with themselves to make sure that that's really what they're looking at, as opposed to thinking about, like, how can I be happy with myself once I get this relationship, once I get this thing, once I get this other thing, once I get this other thing, and look more at the process. Because I, I kind of look at it as, like, it, again, it goes back to this, like, imaginary pie chart thing, which is, like, you, you, you can't check off a certain piece and then have it just work indefinitely. It's about like, just constantly like reconfiguring this thing and like putting the pieces back in Mm -hmm. and sharpening them as life changes. And I think that's a big part of being happier with yourself is seeing that as a process and seeing all the pieces that go into the process as opposed to, I have in the past and I have run into people in the past that think there is some magic thing that once I get checked off, it could be a relationship, it could be something else. Once I check this off, my life will be perfect and it'll be ready to go. And it's just not how it works. Like that's not how I've seen things
1: unfold. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Great. Well, I think that kind of covers our, our topic pretty thoroughly unless you have any final, final thoughts. I think that's, that's pretty much
0: it. Um, It's just, you know, the core, the core message is, to be happy with yourself you need to uh either explore or pursue what makes you feel connected and mm-hmm. bringing someone else into that may add to to the overall pie and you know that may add something mm-hmm. um, but in general i have not seen it be effective for that to be the only piece of your pie chart and the only thing that you're honed mm-hmm. in on um relationships tend to be more fruitful and better longevity when both people can be independently happy and use each other as a source of additional happiness as opposed to the one thing in their life
1: right yeah no i i concur and i kind of just to add to it it just like i i feel like the removing of the expectations that your partner is the source of your happiness is really key and critical just like you can't expect your partner to be the source of your happiness then you're just kind of setting your partner up to fail in a way because it's like they're gonna do something that annoys you at some point probably and it's just like that doesn't mean it's like their fault why you're unhappy i mean i mean there's situational things but just like at the core of things if you're not happy with yourself then you can't expect that partner to fulfill that need for you you have to fulfill it within yourself first and foremost
0: Yeah. And the one last thing that I'll add is it it also creates a drag on the relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you like, if you recall any dating, I I had some dating where like I met people who were in a very bad place and did not enjoy their life. And like, (laughs) sure. It didn't develop into a full blown relationship because why would it? But like, you can feel the drag of just like, I hate everything about what I'm doing. And it's like, okay, I don't know if I want to be a part of that. Like, I I don't know if that's something that's going to energize me and like, I don't, I don't know that that's something I want to be a part of. And like, you know, there's the piece of like, oh, wow, I wish like I could help this person and know what to do and whatever yeah. else. But yeah, it just, it just isn't like in the same way that it's not super fun to be around someone who's just a dick all the time <laughs> and like super sarcastic and rude constantly yeah. like, It's the same type of thing. Like someone who just doesn't enjoy anything. Mm-hmm. It just kind of sucks life out of uh, right. the relationship. Right.
1: Yeah, totally. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Happy Talks with Dr. Allison Donovan.
0: We hope you got something of value to help bring a little more happiness into your life. What lesson or takeaway did you get from today's episode?
1: For more tips and tools, be sure to check out my website at dralicefong.com. And you can find me on my social media handles at dralicefong.
0: You can find me at howtohappy.com and follow me on my social media handles at howtohappy.
1: Catch Catch you you next next time. time.